news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rinsel at a time. And yes, it's the three amigos. And finally, we are going to hit the topic that I'm sure all of you expected us to hit, and that is Zillow. But before we do that, let's welcome to welcome to the channel. How you doing, Dion? Howdy, guys. I'm doing great. Ready for rant or round three? <laughs> rant. Oh, I like it. <laughs> He's, you're so clever. And Matt, how are you? I'm not nearly as clever, but excited to be here. <laughs> well, guys, um, obviously by now, I think I've created probably five or six videos on Z Zillow's stupidity. The fact that their CEO should be fired. Uh, the fact that you can't, you know, you should bet on appreciation, you know, all of these things. But I thought we would just each rattle off, I guess, lessons learned for average investors. Um, and we'll just go around the horn. We'll start with Dion. You get to go first and then we'll go to Matt next. I forget what the psychological term is, but there's something where when you buy a blue car, all you see is blue cars. When you buy a truck, all you see is that kind of truck. Mm -hmm. When you're in real estate and one of the search engines that people use is Zillow, we start to think that Zillow is real estate. Ah. It is a company <clears throat> that made some decisions and we're not in those offices making the decisions. A lot of people are talking about they're being listed at a loss, but that's not factoring as an agent, they made money on the purchase. And as an agent, they made money on the sale. So is it even a loss? We'll never know. Um, and then a lot of people are saying this is an indication of a crash coming. Well, yeah, I've seen those. Yes. If it takes 3 million or more properties on, you know, listed to make a balanced market. And we've been hovering at 1.1 to 1.3 million over the last year. 7,000 homes being, if they gave them away, would not make a splash. You might have, since they're doing 250 in the Phoenix area, yeah, you'd have a week or two there where things changed, but a week later, it'd be right back to normal. So that's what's frustrating me is that people thinking this is such a bigger event than it really is. Yeah, I, I yeah, you nailed that one. How about you, Matt? What do you think? What's the first thing you want to go on this one? Please contact Matt on YouTube, the Lumberjack Landlord. I'm willing to take the CEO position. <laughs> there you go. And I will make you 500 million instead of lose you 500 million guaranteed. There yeah. It's just that simple. They made a mistake. They made a huge, massive mistake thinking that AI and I work in that, I work in that field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That AI yeah. can make the decision for you and they can somehow evaluate a physical asset that has tremendous levels of variability. So congratulations. Number one, number two is your model was stupid. And if you had talked to any real real estate investor, they would have told you your model is stupid because it accounts for appreciation and aggressive appreciation at that, which means your model was stupid. <laughs> the third thing is, is that doing this on a scale that you were trying to do it on was also completely foolhardy. You literally said, we're doing this new thing and we're going to take this new thing and we're going to make this, and we're going to bring this to market. And you know what? We're going to lever up on a bunch of cash and we're going to make this work. Yeah, well, that didn't work because cash doesn't make you smart. I know I have plenty of rich friends that are morons. The fact of the matter is, and you know who you are too, by the way, 
<laughs> the fact of the matter not is not calling anybody out, but yes, yeah, you yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, no, I won't call them out. But the crazy thing about this is that it's the ultimate hubris of these technology companies. And I work in the technology company. It's the ultimate hubris of the technology companies just going, oh, they're there, you silly, stupid investors. You don't know what you're doing. This isn't an art. This is purely math. It's not purely math. And you just learned the lesson. And you know what? You're going to continue to get your comeuppance because now there's actually groups forming in these cities that are boycotting the purchase of Zillow owned properties. Yeah. Now, we all know that that is a joke because it's really just a game of poker face. Somebody's eventually going to go, all right, that's a good enough deal. We need to jump now. Screw it. Screw that it's Zillow. We don't care. Mm. But yeah, I just think largely, I think that this is where this is where the where the science and the art of house flipping and house ownership and in house investing. This is where it comes and where the rubber meets the road. And yeah, quite frankly, you know, we were all, I was happy to watch what they did here. And quite frankly, I'm still available to become your CEO and lead you to not blowing up $500 million. Yeah. Cause it's an easy fix. It, yeah. Yeah. It really is. Uh, so I'll, what I'll go to first and I'll give Matt 100% credit for this is uh, you you arrogantly jumped in, is Matt correctly highlighted? You poured gasoline with cheap debt, right? Um, cash made you stupid, all very true. But now, you know, you've just taken an accounting charge of, I think it was $400 million. So you're, people don't realize they don't have a loss anymore, right? They're going to sell them. They've already recognized it. They're good, right? Yep. It's just an, it's an accounting game. Um, but the deal is you're making the same kind of arrogant move, which just shows how stupid you are. You should just become a landlord. And if you don't want to become a landlord, you should joint venture and either be 51 or 49% of that equation, depending on what you want. Because as all of us have explained ad nauseum, time in the market is better than time-ing the market. And with you exiting stage right or stage left in urgent fashion, you're timing the market. You're making a call and you're wrong. If they, I don't give a rat's ass if they overpaid by 20%. Doesn't matter. If they held them for five years, it wouldn't freaking matter. Okay. So I was on, I was talking with Jonathan Twanley this morning, an expert on Thursdays. He has a lot of history with Japan. He was in Japan when Japan was rolling over and having their lost decade. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you two remember this, but we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll give you some color. There was a time where the Japanese were buying all the trophy assets around the world. I remember Pebble Beach. Rockefeller Center, just like like the top 1% of class A stuff the Japanese wanted to own, and they were happy to overpay, right? Remember this time frame? Then their economy rolls over. Every one of their companies, because now they need cash, decides to sell the assets except Hitachi. Hitachi's like, you know what? We overpaid for that. We overpaid for that. We don't have to sell. We'll just wait. Well, you know what? It's been 25 or 30 years now. Hitachi is doing awesome. Their mm -hmm. assets are paid off. They're worth more than they paid. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't lose a thing. Mm -hmm. These other companies that sold recognized hundreds of yen, millions of yen losses. So again, Zillow, stop being stupid. Become a landlord or partner with someone to become a landlord and just wait five years, wait 10 years. So that's my first one. Let's go around again. How about you, Dion? As an investor, when you purchase your next asset or when you're purchasing an asset, 
we should have multiple exit strategies in mind. Buy and hold till I die, sell in seven years, flip, burr, whatever my exit strategy is. I doubt that the exit strategy is sell at a loss. <laughs> so in 2008 and 2009, the people who suffered were the ones who had to lose their house. Yeah. There was Buy and hold investors when rents increased did fine. It was, and it was, you know, it was a lot of things, adjustable rate mortgages and people thinking they could refinance on the road and borrowing 105%. So there was a lot that led to it. This was a company that didn't, it doesn't seem like that they, they did a control group and a sample group to figure out if their model worked on any kind of scale and they dove in and they're losing a significant amount of money. But I don't think we've seen the last of them. I think they're around to stay. I think they can oh. take a hit like that because they're good at providing the data. That's yeah. what I think they should focus on. Yeah, they're, they're, they are, this is not going to take them out. There's no, I mean, they have $4.7 billion. I was just going to say, they have almost 5 billion bucks. But the bigger issue though, is, is that this is where one bad decision turns into the greatest moment of opportunity in this organization. They could have created a completely different line of business. Oh, I know. Think about it. They could this have, is, they could have taken on Rentometer instead of buying Rentometer. They could have very quickly in three years, owned the rental landscape exactly this is where this is where the absolute miscarriage of leadership at zillow has happened and if you're a board member or you do any business with zillow you need to be contact me i can fix your problem and save you billions this is a huge mistake that they're making yeah and not only that but doing it on such a grand scale makes so and mike investors invest on faith they invest on faith and believing that that organization is trending in the right direction and it has the right leadership to lead them out of a crisis. The CEO's got You go. aren't right. You're CEO. the wrong guys. Yeah, he went all in, said they couldn't fail. I mean, they went, people have been replaying his announcement, like, can't uh -huh. fail, we're going to change the world, blah, blah, blah. Now he's like, oh, it he said, I actually wrote it down, I forget where it was. I think he said something like, it turns out predicting housing prices is hard. <laughs> Why the hell are you trying to predict them? You flipping business, you should buy them at a discount, you moron unreal yeah and then the, again the arrogance to jump in and then the arrogance to leave is a miscarriage i don't mind mistakes i was a part of technology organizations we 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 wasted sure. millions of dollars sure but we tried to find a way to make it better you don't just jump in and then cold turkey jump out there are other exits yeah i'm sorry dion did we just pivot yours or i didn't know we, we we went through me I, yep okay we're good. all right matt what's number two for you um, about, uh, about Zillow specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, again, I just, I think that what they did was potentially scare more people that this is not something you can learn. This is mm -hmm. not a skill that you can learn because all these people in Zillow are really smart <laughs> and they know everything about real estate. Give me a break. Yeah. A, I've forgotten more than 95% of the people in that company are ever going to know about real estate. Yeah. Just because you're a technology company and you understand AI doesn't mean that you can solve every problem that there is out there because AI gives you the next, the next step based on previous data. Nothing works like this. Nothing works linearly like this. It just yeah. doesn't work that way. There's ebbs and flows to it. So I, I wish you were in my market. I wish you were in my market because I'd be calling you right now trying to work out a deal for 20 or 30 of the properties that you own that I know you're going to take a loss on that are going to be amazing my, for my portfolio. But sadly, you're not in any of the markets I do business in. That's yeah. the bummer for me. So yeah. I, my biggest concern, Mike, is that they're going to scare people off of doing this type of work that quite frankly, it's 
Zillow screwed up on this. It's not, it's not the market that they were in or the thing that they were trying to do. It's that they had the hubris to believe that AI and not people make these types of good. Decisions. Well, they broke rule number one. Agreed. Rule number one is bad. you make your money when you buy. That's right. They bought a bad deal. And if you buy it retail, hoping it goes up, that doesn't work in most markets. It actually worked the last 12 months. It didn't it, I've been doing this 20 years. It doesn't usually work. But they paid more than retail, Mike. Well, they started to. I think that's where their AI program got wrong. Right. I, it, it was like a positive feedback loop. Yes. And they just kept feeding in their own numbers. It was like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's dumb. That one just sold for 417. Yeah, but we were the ones who bought it. Yeah, but yeah. it just sold for 417, but yeah, we were oh, who bought it. No, but I got to do 419 because, uh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so the other thing I want to talk to the investors out there, and this kind of goes to what you were talking about, Matt. There's a lot of people out there like, ooh, I'm going to get a discount, right? Maybe you're in Phoenix or Houston or Atlanta or where are uh, the dozens of markets where Zillow is at. Here's the deal. Zillow clearly has listings across the country right now. Yeah. My guess is they're not going to be adding more. My guess is they will be taking some of those off. Because again, what did Zillow do? They created a journal entry to write off 300 million or $320 million. And they would like that to land in Q4. They do not want any carryover, in my opinion, of this housing catastrophe into fiscal year 2022. So a couple of things that this means. One, you better have really deep pockets because they're going to sell big portfolios. I'm talking hundreds. Like they will have a Phoenix portfolio, a Jacksonville portfolio. And they, in all honesty, there are people being paraded through Zillow's home office right now that can write checks yeah. to buy those portfolios. Yeah. They will be inked by the end of this month and closed before the end of next month. Yes, there will be some sold on the MLS because they're already clean and already done and maybe they have contracts. Yeah, so- this is not going to create a crash. It, people are saying, well, okay, it won't create a national crash, Michael, but it's going to create a crash in Phoenix, right? That's not. <clears throat> I, I mean, no, it's, it's not. It's a couple happen. days of inventory. It's yeah, And again, they're going to, yes, they, their prices are going to get reduced. But guess what I told you a hundred times, folks? They were coming out at stupid prices. Zillow was the neighbor who thought their 300 house was worth 340. Just because they're Zillow doesn't change the story. They still had a stupid assumption of value. Eventually, it'll come down to value. It will sell. Maybe because they're desperate for time, right? The calendar year, they might sell for 5 or 6 or 7%. But there's not a huge wave of inventory. The people out there going, oh, I'm going to buy a couple of deals from Zillow. You're not even going to sniff a deal from Zillow. You're not on their list. You, if you're, you haven't gotten a phone call already, you're not getting called. Um, well, to talk to both of your points, if, if we're saying that there's really two types of people right now, investors that think, okay, great, there's going to be a, a, a fire sale and, and other investors going, wow, if Zillow can't pull this off, why, why, how would I be able to pull it off? I would hope more people were the, I think there's going to be a deal because then at least they're watching the market because yes, the people who pull back and say Zillow couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy 7,000 houses and try to control the price with a computer program, <laughs> especially where people go and the fire sale people, Zillow had them all at 300,000 and they buy one at 340, which was overpaying. So let's say you bought it for 5% less. So now you're going to save a little over 15 grand. You're still above the 300 mark. 
so I don't think that there's going to be a crash or a correction, but I think of either type of people, watch the market, look, okay. do the work every day, find the next deal, run the numbers, one rental at a time, yeah. and don't worry about a company. Like I said, we seem to think about them because when we think real estate, it's a search engine. Mm -hmm. So we think it's an all real estate. It's just one company. Yeah. Um, doesn't change my investing strategy other than hunting for the next deal. Yeah, it does make me feel, again, I, you can go back on my channel two years ago when, when they announced this, because I was in 2019. I'm like, this isn't going to work, right? Flipping, I flipped, at that time, I think I'd flipped like 25 houses. I'm like, they're trying to do this with a data model. That's, I mean, I, I look at my market every day. And the only reason I can tell the difference between this three bedroom, two bath and this three bedroom, two bath is because I know the streets and the areas. Their computer model ain't going to look at that. Right. It was it was destined to fail. And then of course they happen to be doing it in the one market where we go from 3 million in inventory to a million in inventory. Everybody wants to move closer. They got lucky. They got lucky there was a pandemic or else they would have lost this money last year. Just mind numbing. All right, Matt, what about you? Wrapping this up. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think we nailed it when we said that they were the worst flippers of all time. Yeah. Worst ever. Like, ever. like top of the congratulations zillow you are the number one worst flipper ever like you had every advantage <laughs> blew it up yeah i mean honestly if this doesn't create a huge issue for their ceo i don't know what will i mean yeah it's especially the way he's leaving i mean the way he's exiting that's why i'd fire i don't mind taking risks and going in it, it kind of made sense, even though I said yeah. it wouldn't work, but it, it kind of made sense, right? Their data, they're getting more data. I, I got it. But the way he's leaving it, he's, he's, he is recognizing $550 million in losses. That is a fireable offense, in my opinion. One would think. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then the last thing I want to kind of wrap this up with is just, this is more evidence that doing the work matters. Yeah. In my opinion, Zillow was lazy. Mm -hmm. Zillow let their balance sheet, i.e. cash pile, make them stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, they had misaligned objectives because I guarantee you, as I've said a couple of times, they had one team that bought, one team that did the work, and one team that sold. These two teams were getting yelled at all the time. Mm -hmm. This team was partying and being, I mean, I've had sales teams that you were just lucky to be on that team. It was the right product. Think selling Netscape Navigator when Internet Explorer and all that was coming around. Mm -hmm. If you happen to have that product, it didn't matter what you did. You sold literally fax machine sales. Yep. I've seen products like that, but these other teams are, they couldn't keep up because these idiots were shoving $7,000 or 7,000 units in when they can only work on 500. Right. And they're wondering why their inventory built. So misaligned objectives, big company being stupid because they had the cash, took their eye off the ball, reputation risk, and the CEO has got to be fired. Just got to be fired. Matt Hawkins is available. <laughs> so these videos are for entertainment value only never take actual business advice from some random guy on YouTube. Yes, please. Um, I am not a stock investor. I'm a real estate investor, but I do understand business. I, I run a truck driving school. I've grown it from six staff to 60, one location to five. A few decades ago, McDonald's was making Big Macs and they were one of the biggest fast food chains on the planet. And they branched out into salads and chicken sandwiches and turkey things. And it failed and they lost a bunch of money until all the other small 
uh, or the other fast food chains developed those side menus. And for McDonald's to recover, they went back to doing the hamburger. Mm -hmm. And now that everybody has these other things on the menu, McDonald's is doing it again. Mm -hmm. Zillow tried something that was off their menu. And over the next few weeks, we're going to see a dip in Zillow stock. I don't buy stock. I'm not going to buy stock. But not all of our viewers are 100% real estate the way I am. Mm -hmm. This would be a time if I was a stock investor, I would be buying Zillow stock. Because three years from now, four years from now, when they go back to the basics, that company will be doing really well. Not financial advice, not stock picking advice. Very clear. Just what Dion would do. I wouldn't right. touch a stock if you put a gun to my head, but that's okay. I'm right there with you. I said, if I was <laughs> yeah. a stock investor. There you go. All right. So let's wrap this up. Dion, how can people follow you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom and Tuesday evenings live stream. Very cool. And Matt? 11.30 a.m. Sunday live stream after one rental at a time's daily financial news and then Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube. There you go. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Ciao.